Taking charge of All-Ireland Final is the fulfilment of a dream for Murphy. Article by Kieran Murphy. Carlo and St Mullins referee Jonathan Murphy says his appointment to referee the All-Ireland Senior Ladies Football Final between Cork and Dublin in Croke Park next Sunday fulfills an ambition held since he first became an inter-county referee in 2013. News began to filter out on Tuesday that he had been selected, but Murphy revealed he was told late on Monday night. He will be accompanied to GAA headquarters on Sunday by his regular umpires Jim Tracy, Michael Cody, Evelyn O'Brien and Shay Hayes. Absolutely thrilled. I haven't stopped on the phone since Tuesday morning. It is unreal to be honest with you. Since I started this journey this is all I ever wanted, to do a senior final, he said. It will be a huge day for Carlos Liam Mullins as well, who has been selected as a sideline official in the senior game. Murphy says history is being made on the double on Sunday. Having refereed the intermediate final between Tipperary and Meath last year, the Carlo man had completed a double, having been in charge of the junior decider in 2016. The lad who is doing the intermediate final on Sunday, Seamus Mulvihill from Kerry, is the first referee to do all three, and I am the second referee to do all three. The two of us are filling the set on the same day, says Murphy. The senior referee designate for Sunday paid tribute to his current group of umpires and all those who have helped him throughout his career. I started this in 2013, and they have been with me. Talk about driving... I remember one year we drove down to Bantry, a four-hour drive down and a four-hour drive back. Those lads have been there since the start, he said. Murphy and his umpires were in charge of the Armagh and Mayo All-Ireland quarter-final this year, where the Northerners prevailed 4-12 to 1-16. We had a good run-out in a game which was on television. Everything went well. Ladies football is high profile now. In 2016, Dublin halted Cork's hopes of seven in a row titles, but now the shoe is on the other foot. Cork are looking to halt the Metropolitan's hope of four on the trot. Murphy says the standard of football is sky high. There are some great ladies footballers in Ireland. You have to look at Ashling Maloney of Tipperary, who I refereed last year. She is one of the best footballers I have ever seen. What Amy Mackin is after doing for Armagh, she is absolutely superb. Mackin scored two goals and seven points against Mayo and two goals and four points in the semi-final versus Dublin. Now as he looks forward to Sunday, the Carlo man says he couldn't do the job without those around him. The unsung heroes are our umpires. I have had numerous umpires down through the years. All the lads who have stood at the post for me. It is really the umpires I am happy for, and any of the umpires in the past who have worked with me. Only for them, we wouldn't be where we are without them. It is a great team effort, he says. Then there is the closed doors aspect. The referee will arrive in Croke Park on his own. He will leave on his own. His family and friends will watch him back home. It is bittersweet. These are the times we are in, I suppose. None of my family will be there on the day to support me, which is disappointing. I couldn't do it without my wife Claire being there when I am gone, Saturdays and Sundays, leaving her with two young lads here. I could be in Carlow, Cork, Monaghan. I am gone the whole time. 
I would say any referee would tell you that. Only for them we couldn't do this, states Murphy. I would also like to mention Fran and Kathleen Mullins. Over the years they have done so much for ladies football in Carlow. They must be thrilled that Leah, their daughter, is doing the line on Sunday. Meanwhile, Palatine's Pod O'Dwyer was one of the two sideline officials in the Limerick and Waterford All-Ireland Senior Hurling Final on Sunday. Patrick Murphy of Ballankillen was on the line in the Joe McDonough Cup Final. Jonathan says he was surprised O'Dwyer didn't get the senior decider. I am gutted for him. I texted him off and on during the year because I thought he was in the mix. When I heard he hadn't got it, I was sick to my stomach for him. He deserves it as much as anyone else. I'm not saying Fergal Horgan, the referee who was appointed, didn't deserve it, but I am saying he deserves it as much as Fergal Horgan. Pod didn't put a foot out of place this year, but he didn't get it. Leinster Minor Football Quarter Final Carlo well beaten by Slick Leash Outfit Article by Kieran Murphy and Final score Leash 214 Carlo 5 points 12 minutes into this Leinster Minor Football Quarter Final in Port Leash on Saturday the home side led 2-4 to 1 point and looked as if they could put another 8 goals on their opposition who were struggling badly it was hard to watch, and inevitably Leash progressed without fuss. If the Barrow Siders were looking for positives, of which there were few, they could take some credit that they didn't capitulate. Then again, Leash registered 19 wides over the course of the game, and some of those were of the soft variety. Points from Kieran O'Donnell, Connor Kelly, and Ross Meredith settled Leash and then they scored the opening goal when Conor Heffernan found the net from close range on four minutes. The second goal arrived towards the end of the first quarter as Carlower made pay when they lost possession on their own 45-metre line. This time Ross Meredith was on hand to give the scoring pass to the excellent Colin Dunn from the Arles Killeen Club. That second goal had been coming. Only minutes earlier, Leash were denied a penalty when Meredith was fouled in the act of shooting, but his legitimate penalty claims were waved away. Carlo struggled against a more physical Leash side, and even when they had possession, they looked slow and ponderous. In the first quarter, they were in attacking positions, but recycled the ball back to halfway and had to start all over again. The Leash defence, more often than not, hoovered up possession and set their own attack in motion. At one point in the third quarter, a Carlo defender got in a good block on a leash forward, but were slow to react and seemed happy to allow the ball spin out ever so slowly for a 45, which O'Donnell converted. By half-time, Leash led 2-8 to two points, with the second Carlo point coming from Conor O'Neill. A 31st-minute Brian McMahon point reduced the margin, but Carlo were unable to gain any momentum. Instead, Leash hit back with Dunn popping over another point. All around the field, the home side were more streetwise. A pass here, a pass there, reaching in a hand on the Carlo player in possession to flick the ball away. They mixed their game well too, and long foot passes to runners off the ball turned defence into attack, with Carlo struggling to stay in touch. 
Carlo subkeeper Keen Byrne did well to deny leash substitute Ben Cohen what looked like a certain goal when he spread himself well and his outstretched foot deflected the ball out for a 45. At the end, when the final whistle was sounded, there was a sigh of relief and possibly some satisfaction that at least Leash didn't or were not allowed to run riot. That was it, though. Crumbs from the master's table. Joint Carlo manager Michael Meany, who shares duties with Chris Bulger, said the two goals in the first quarter proved to be decisive. It was a difficult day. The first 20 minutes were just blitzed and we never recovered from that. After that, it was kind of game over. Even though we were at the pace of the game with them, but by that stage, the damage had been done, he said. Too often, Carlo needed two attempts to secure possession, and when you do that, it brings the opposition on to you, and space to set up an attack is gone. Meany acknowledged this, but suggested there were mitigating factors. Basic skill left us down. That was an obvious thing, but I suppose with the year that was in it, there was no continuity, and it was always going to be difficult. The memory of a superb county football minor final between Aero Ogan and Mount Leinster Rangers is gone now. Five of that Aero Ogue team were in the Carlow panel here, with three of them starting. There were no Rangers players on the show. They, the MLR players, were committed to hurling. We talked to a few of them, but they wanted to hurl. Maybe that is the way it is gone. They couldn't give a commitment to both, explained Meany. The teams. Leash. Sam Krebs, Darris Levin, Ben Redden, Josh Hogan, Simon Fingleton, David Dooley, Ben Dempsey, Connor Kelly, three points, Connor Heffernan, one goal, Oshin Hooney, one point, Colin Dunn, one goal and five points, one point from a free, PJ Ward, Kieran O'Donnell, two points from a free, 45, Ross Meredith, one point from a 45. Sean Fitzpatrick, one point. The subs, Ben Cohen for Hooney, half-time. Kean Lawler, one point for Ward, half-time. Dara Scully for Fitzpatrick, 47 minutes. Jack Byrne for O'Donnell, 47 minutes. DJ White for Dunn, 51 minutes. Carlo. Jason Brennan, Evan Gorry, Owen Byrne, Dara Curran, Podrick Byrne, Adam Johnson, Kieran Timmons, Stephen Smith, Connor O'Neill, one point, Oshin Dillon, one point, Brian McMahon, two points from Freeze, Porrick White, Killian Fagan, Oshin Doyle, Kieran Nolan, Subs, Killian McGrath for Gorry at half time, Kean Doran for White at half time, Kean Byrne for Brennan, 37 minutes, Ronan Quinlan, one point, Mark, for Fagan, 47 minutes, James Farrell for Johnson, 47 minutes. And the referee was Marius Stones from Offaly.